Hello everyone, this is Jimmy Allen, your host from Orpheus Cyber, and welcome back to episode 7 of Orpheus Talks, your weekly cyber threat intelligence summary focusing on incidents during the week commencing the 6th of June 2022. This week I'll be taking you through the following topics. Our key issue, additional state actors and cyber criminals exploit the Felina vulnerability. As for cybercriminals, ransomware groups look to evade sanctions and expand operations. And finally, nation-state, Chinese espionage units continue targeting telecommunications companies. Starting with our key issue this week, we saw further exploitation of Felina, labelled CVE 2022-30190, showcasing the intention the vulnerability is gaining within the threat landscape. Felina is a zero-day vulnerability that abuses Microsoft's support diagnostics tool, to enable remote code execution on a compromised device. It impacts all Windows platforms from Windows 7 and Windows Server 2008 onwards. While last week we had observed Chinese state-linked threat actor TA413 exploiting a vulnerability, this week we have reported on additional state actors doing so in a campaign targeting institutions across Europe and the United States. Additionally, we have also saw Qbot malware botnet exploiting the vulnerability in its phishing efforts. This showcases how the cyber criminals behind the malware botnet are capable of changing their tactics, techniques and procedures to maximize the chances of a successful infection. In mid-April, we reported on CACBOT operators changing their delivery mechanism from Microsoft Office documents laden with malicious macros to Microsoft installer packages, likely in a response to Microsoft's mitigations efforts against malware. It is highly likely additional threat actors will soon integrate Felina exploits in their operations. As such, we reiterate organizations to follow Microsoft's mitigation guidance, remove the file type association for MS-MSDT, and enable the Microsoft Defender endpoint rule, block office, create process rule. Our cyber criminal reporting this week has focused on ransomware and a tactics extortionist use to increase their capabilities and operational tempo, as well as escape sanctions or buy time to develop new malware payloads. UNC2165, a threat activity cluster affiliated with the ransomware group EvilCore, appears to have joined the Lotbit ransomware as a service operation. It is believed UNC2165 has done so in a likely attempt to hinder attribution and evade sanctions the US government had imposed on EvilCore. Similarly, we also assess UNC2165's use of Lockbit will allow the group to develop their own ransomware and thereby limit the ability of security researchers to easily tie it to previous EvilCore activity. The Lockbit ransomware group has denied any affiliation with EvilCore and UNC2165, arguing that the scripts and tools used are publicly available and therefore not proof that the attack is complete by the same person. The group further states that their programs extend beyond Russia and it does not have a political agenda tied to them. To escape sanctions and attempts to ensure it continues to receive ransom payments, EvilCore itself remanded its ransomware operations multiple times, though these efforts only had short-lived effects as security researchers were able to quickly link new variants to EvilCore. Meanwhile, ransomware extortion group Blackbuster has partnered with the CatBot, otherwise known as QBot malware botnet, and released a version capable of targeting VMware's ESXi virtual machine platforms. 
mirroring a behavior routinely observed amongst targeted ransomware groups, Blackbuster likely did so with the view to further expand and increase the tempo of its operations. Using tailored ransomware strains to target ESXi servers has been observed by a number of ransomware groups, including Lockbit, Black Matter, Hello Kitty, and Conti. This approach enables threat actors to maximize disruption and in turn demand larger ransom amounts. This rationale can likely be attributed to the Blackbuster operations, which further reflects how successful tactics, techniques, and procedures often propagate throughout the threat landscape. Following Conti's recent targeting of government bodies in Costa Rica and Peru, we have also continued to witness how the public sector remains an attractive target. The municipality of Palermo in southern Italy suffered a security compromise that impacted a broad range of services, including the public video surveillance management system, the police operations centre, and all of the municipality's web services. Poor network segmentation and weak security procedures are all factors that likely explain the widespread failure. The ransomware group Vice Society has claimed responsibility for the compromise and is now also threatening to disclose stolen information. The ransomware group Vice Society has claimed responsibility for the compromise and is now also threatening to disclose stolen information should the municipality of Palermo fail to acquiesce to its ransom demands. As for our nation-state coverage, we have mostly focused on China. This week, US security agencies have revealed that Chinese state threat actors have been targeting major telecommunications companies and network service providers, primarily by exploiting publicly known software vulnerabilities. Chinese espionage units routinely target telecommunications companies, as these are known to hold large swathes of sensitive data that could facilitate further espionage and surveillance operations, as well as enable supply chain compromise. Additionally, this week, both Russia and China have warned the US that its offensive cyber operations in support of Ukraine were acts of aggression that invite reprisal. If you'd like to stay up to date with cyber threat intelligence incidents, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter using the link in the description or via our website, orpheuscyber.com. Remember to follow us on Spotify and hit the notifications icon to receive an alert when we upload new episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you.